笑着。Welcome back, listeners, to Toy Story Minute, the podcast where we talk about Toy Story: First Blood Part Two, one minute at a time. I'm John. I'm Jeb. And we have with us a guest, like usually, but it's a different one than before because than it was yesterday yeah, because that's how guests work. Yeah. Uh, it's Jonathan from the Minute Impossible podcast. Hello. Yes, it's me, Yay. Jonathan. It- <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to an action packed yeah. minute. Yes. As is, uh, I guess, works. I've only seen the first Mission Impossible. I think I might have seen like the second or third one. I think I've seen the second one like on TV. Yeah, probably. It's one of those. One of those things. One of those that they just like, do, like to play on TV do, like over and over. Do any of them have fights on conveyor belts? Oh. Because uh, if so, no. That's this they one. don't? No, no. no it's, I wish I had a fun answer like, yeah, in this one they fight actually, on a conveyor belt. They all have fights on conveyor belts. That's actually the whole premise of the movie. No, it's not. <laughs> no. It not. And uh, the, I don't the, think any of them have fights with toys. The only time they, um, they, no. they do have fights in, near a plane in the uh, fourth one, fifth one, fifth one. There you go. Yeah, I mean, when you do enough impossible missions, eventually they're going to be near a plane. When you eliminate the impossible, whatever is left is uh, Sherlock. Our Holmes. podcast. <laughs> yeah, yes. that too. Boom. Um, your podcast eliminating the impossible is not the name of the podcast. No, it's not because it's not about Sherlock Holmes. Anyway, oh the <laughs> the the new ones, the new Sherlock yeah. Holmes. RDJ. Uh, oh, those wait, are... wait. The new Sherlock Holmes or the new Sherlock Holmes? Because I'm pretty sure there also is an adaptation of Sherlock Holmes called the new Sherlock Holmes. Oh, there um, is. I think. No, wait. Are you, th- are, are, are you getting confused with the new uh, that time? The oh, what was that show? No, that wasn't called Elementary. No, no there's another time travel Batman, show. That's also an adaptation of Sherlock Holmes. In Basically, <laughs> House Sherlock Holmes has been adapted way too many yeah. times in the world. Or maybe you're thinking of the uh, sequel to Nomeo and Juliet, Sherlock Gnomes. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Obviously, <laughs> I wonder if that uses a lot of Arthur Conan Doyle's original work. Well, actually, Probably. his original uh, drafts of it were all he was a gnome. Yeah, it was Gnome Watson. He just. It, they put gnome in front of every noun. It was really distracting. So his editor yes. was like, "Yo, take you got to get rid of all these gnomes." Yeah, <laughs> you got to be gnomeless. Yeah, because oh, when uh, when Arthur Conan Doyle wrote this, uh, gnome hatred was at its all time high. I mean, gosh, oh yeah, yeah. everyone hated them so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was uh, smelly, uh, well, dirty, it was a different time, people. you know. It was a different time. So unfortunately, gnome. Yeah, in 2018, a... they weren't ready for uh, gnome culture. Yeah. <laughs> Gnome and culture. Gnome and yeah. culture. Oh, man. God, it's been forever since the gnome minute in this movie. Yeah, I know. Wow. Speaking uh, of this movie. Yeah, speaking of it, minute 77 is this one. It starts with Buzz landing and going up a conveyor belt and ends with Amy's backpack sliding out into the, the airport proper. Yeah. Fancy stuff. This whole minute... Or the whole fight with Pete happens in this minute. It's, it's all, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's funny how it's completely completed. <laughs> they, yeah, they, and, it's, and like, it's all wrapped. It, like, it, it doesn't, there's no extra cruft in this. It's all wrapped either. up with a nice little bow on top. Yeah, it's not like well, three where they, the they fight Lotso so many times yeah. and they, you know, think mm-hmm. they have him and they don't. And then they think they have yeah. him and they don't. Yeah, Lotso's like a, like a Final Fantasy boss where you fight him and then he's another form of him. He transforms. Except for in the... He doesn't really transform. Um, but what if he did? Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't it be Transforming nice? Transforming bear. That would be so cool. Anyway, Pete, how did he get out of the box, inside of the box, inside of 
custom fitted foam insulation and uh, get to the top and know that Woody was coming for him. Uh, or not Woody, uh, Buzz was coming for him. Okay, I've got my ideas for this. I think he was able to get out because he's been in foam before. So he, oh no, he was in a box. Well, yeah, he was in his wrapper. He's used to yeah. having been confined for so long. I think Buzz mm-hmm. was in shock. I'm going to go with Buzz is in shock. Because Buzz just stands up like, hey, don't do that to my friends. Yeah. And it's like, well, why don't you stop him from hitting him? Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess the prospector is Stinky Pete. Bullseye and Woody. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I guess Stinky Pete just has excellent reflexes. Right. Well, we see Especially here in this for an minute, old man. Yeah, in this minute, a couple times, Stinky Pete is very strong. Strong. Yes, he is. Like, he punches Buzz basically off of the conveyor belt. Yeah. He kicks Woody across it. Yep. Probably he would have come off of it if it had been a different angle. Yep. And we'll get to the stitch rip later because this is a big, uh, big thing. Big thing for me. He's got that core strength. If you look at his body type, he's, uh, yeah. He's got he's a low like sense of center of gravity. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah, the old timey, uh, bodybuilders who, like, they've got a lot of fat on top of the muscle, you mm-hmm. know? He's got the Brian Dennehy bod. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's one of them Olympians kind of mm-hmm. guys. <laughs> Woody loses another fight because Woody loses all Woody of his fights. I don't has know why. He's never he won a fight. Him. This is the third fight, I think. Has Woody ever thrown yeah. a punch first? Woody has thrown many punches. He's tried to. He fought Buzz in the first movie he and lost a Jesse. lot. He fought Jesse and he had a disadvantage, but he still probably would have lost. Oh, he would have lost even real. if he had both of his arms. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he just got to make some sexist comments because. Yeah, I don't think I'll hold back because you're a girl. Cool, Woody. Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, I know you're from the fifties, but still. He's from the fifties, yeah. but also from the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of uh, old, time things, yeah. old timiness that he has to he has to catch up with the times. So a little Pete's bit. like he was born like super. I don't know. That's yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I know you guys have probably gone into this a million times, but the agency they give these little characters and that the fact that they are all sentient and they're all mm-hmm. sentient at a certain point and it's from when they're created like what like the the three of them the three of these guys were because they're in the factory with the workers and stuff our current fan theory is because we see one toy get born in the whole franchise and that's buzz quote born born yeah yeah like gain consciousness for the first time because he does the whole like blink thing and thinks he's been in hypersleep right so does he remember anything before though has it ever come up? Maybe subconsciously Buzz might have known something, but it's unreliable because of the whole, you he know, He thinks space he's an ranger. actual spaceman. Yeah. yeah. So do they have backstory in their weird toy minds? Well, okay. Buzz, Buzz does. does. Buzz, Buzz is a star ranger. Yeah. Space ranger or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Buzz's but, whole franchise is because we see Zerg also is. Right. It's a whole thing. But the toys... But Woody doesn't know he what he is. Yeah. Right. The toy, and the toys don't react to him as if this is normal. They react to him as like, okay, that's weird, but really what company were you made from and all this stuff. Like, they're not acting like this is a normal thing. It's normal thing. that he thinks that he's an actual yeah. space ranger and he doesn't know that he's... They're kind of like confused, but like, whatever. Okay, who cares? Yeah. Well, this mostly comes to a head in this scene because Stinky Pete is yelling at them and, I mean, I haven't gotten to talk about this. You might have. The fact that Stinky Pete is broken. He's a broken... Uh, it's, oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. He's a broken man. He's a broken toy. That sounds like a joke. He's literally <laughs> mentally a broke, emotionally yeah. broken toy. And it's a weird thing that they put in this movie. In the first movie, it's kind of more of like, I don't understand why you have a backstory and none of the rest of us do. And you stick to your backstory and it makes you weird. In this one, he hates them. 
and he <laughs> wants yeah. to hurt them. It's the first time I think in the movies that they were, you know, this character, lots of in the next movie does it even more, but this movie is like, whoa, this is a really messed up toy. Yeah. It's strange because with the other toys in the Woody's Roundup universe, they all seem to have similar personalities to their characters on the show, mm-hmm. except for Stinky Pete. Yeah. Like, Woody is a kind of leaderly kind of guy, a little bit prideful, but wants to take care of everyone, just like he is in the show. Same with, like, Jesse and Bullseye, they're similar. But Stinky Pete in the show is completely a comic relief character. He even has a different voice. Like, he's high-pitched and country accent kind of thing. He's just a completely different person. Did Kelsey Grammer do the voice earlier when we see that when they see the TV show? Did he do? We could not find anyone credited for it, so I assume that he did. But that seems like something sure. he'd do, like so, because it's kind yeah. of out, out of character and more fun yeah. for him to be yeah. like, hey, yeehaw! Yeah. Considering that we don't have anyone else, it was either him or it was one of the additional voices on here. It could have been Bill Farmer. That'd be weird. Or the director. Oh. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, maybe because they they are credited as additional voices, even though they're like we see that they are the uh, Rock of Sagan right, yeah. robots. They could right. still they could have had another line. Yeah. Right. That could be a thing. That's like that's, especially with Pixar. They love you know they're literally in there for months and then they're just mm-hmm. picking up stuff yeah. like I don't know. Just go in there and just say this. Yeah. Just do this. Yeah. How sharp is Al's? Yes. Pick? Thank you. This is the second How- time we've seen it do something weird, but this is right. the this is what a pick is supposed to do. But also, even in like nineteen fifty seven was it? question mark yeah when he was made like you couldn't make a toy with that. Mm-mm. Sure Why? you could. It's probably covered in lead. In the fifties, <laughs> it's covered in lead and it's probably really sharp. It probably even tell the box it comes with real pickaxe, so you can break rocks, so your kid can learn to break rocks. Yeah, just give your kid a rock. And have them smash their toy into it. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny how in the movie there's like the toys, like (laughs) that thing would never, a pickaxe would never hurt any human, but other toys are susceptible to almost like other physics. In the movies, you know, like toy physics, like I can rip a toy with this. We see Buzz fight Scud in the first movie. Mm-hmm. So if Scud counts as a, a living, you know, as a different from the toy world kind of thing, then there is, you know, some physicality between them. But we see that the toys are disproportionately strong and fast. fast and all that especially stuff. fast, yeah. When they're chasing the truck and next week when they're facing... When Bullseye just goes ridiculously fast for Unreal, his size. Yeah. Or even for a regular horse, I would say, probably. Yeah, he yeah. goes, oh, yeah. he goes like, at a, you know, what would be, like, 200 miles an hour at scale. Scale, yeah. you know, yeah. scale down to his mm-hmm. speed. I think we determined that the toys to keep up with the moving truck in the first movie would have to be going, what, like, 25, 30 miles an hour, yeah, something I like that? So. Which is not possible. Right. Uh, even if you're, like, Usain Bolt, that's, like, twice as fast as his And he can speed. do that, yeah, and he can do that for, like, 100 meters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they don't have... You know they don't have blood, and they just, so they don't have acid. They don't have muscles. So yeah, I, well, yeah, I, I love I love this. More I mean, questions. <laughs> it's just more. It's more questions of uh, has anyone ever you know there's all those artists out there that will take um, Mickey Mouse and like cut him in half and show what his bones oh, would yeah. look like if Mickey Mouse was a real thing. Have they ever done that to the toys? I've never like seen Toy Story movies. Like, I, I mean, I, how fun I would that be? Would have seen it, but I now I want to listeners. If you've seen that kind of thing, oh. please put it. Yeah, please send it to us or put it on our Facebook page with a disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the this way, is a body bones, horror that yeah. we're having to look at. It's a whole thing. Like we discussed, how Woody his legs are also his pants, like they're the same thing, and how Buzz <laughs> probably doesn't have a body. He's just like a rubber head on a oh. suit. Oh. 
And Mr. Yeah, he doesn't. It's not like, not like Buzz is wearing a glove that he can take off. Uh, and he's he kind of like, like a snail, Buzz uh, where it's a soft thing inside of a hard thing. Right. Yeah. Oh, gross. Oh. Yeah, it, it, he, it's weird. I just googled Woody from Toy Story cut in half, and nothing came up. So, well, look, I mean, look I, up Woody uh, Anatomy Deviant Art. <laughs> that, oh, that should no. come up with what you're looking for <laughs> anyway jeb we hate you so pete points out that al can fix it woody again because he did it before do you think pete saw that he called someone in he called jerry in to fix woody and if so is there a japanese version of jerry who looks the same except for japanese who lives in japan and is going to restore woody there if this kind of situation was to happen Yes. Guaranteed there's a person, because it seems to be, he's going to Japan because there's a market for these guys. So I bet you there's a whole subculture of... <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there were stories there, but I Creep, just Creepy see... toy stories. It, it makes it more fun. It would be fun to see them. Okay, but... so read that Googling. I forgot that there is a meme out there of a Woody toy where he's making a really weird face that he makes, I believe, when he's talking to Bo at some point, where he's kind of perverse... He's, he's, he's kind of creepy. And mm-hmm. the company that made this toy also, like, the heads can lock on a different bodies. So someone made a picture where they put the Woody head on, uh, not a Barbie, because Barbies are not this anatomically, um... Significant. Significant, yes. Uh, but this Woody has, uh, large breasts that he's... And he's not wearing with. a shirt. Yeah, well, yeah, that's... Yeah, he's covering yeah. them with his gloved hands. Yeah. Uh... So I'm going to say Woody probably doesn't actually look like that, but no, I forgot that I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. I forgot it's the internet. Although I did find something that looks kind of legit. I found uh, a, oh, the anatomy of a little, an green, LGM. Yeah, a little green man. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. He's got little Yoda feet. Mm-hmm. Aw, that's cute. Although yeah. he doesn't have feet, his shoes, whatever. Dang it, maybe now I have to do this. Start drawing their weird anatomy. So earlier this week, the toys stole a truck. Oh, and Lotso. Oh, oh, wow, lots, oh, because he's a bear, that's easy, just draw yep. a bear thing. Yep. So he's got very long fingers proportionally, I guess, that makes sense. They stole the truck this week, right? Yeah. Now they steal expensive camera stuff. Yep. And do you think they ever gave it back? No. No. I don't think so. No, because that box has gone on wherever it went. Yeah, yeah, they took it out of the, like, out of the box and they moved away from the box that... That box is nowhere to be found. These these toys don't care. No. What do they think they do with the cameras? That box did remind me, though. That whole whole conveyor belt reminds me a lot of Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Uh, It it went away. It's gone. It's it's gone forever. Yeah. Yeah. They probably could just say, well, we could just pretend that it was... The airline's fault? Yeah. Well, we'll discuss that when Al gets broke because of this because oh, yeah. package insurance is a thing mm-hmm. and it's all yeah it's a whole thing we need to discuss later but for now like yeah this person who's probably a professional photographer probably relies on this camera for their work mm-hmm. just got stolen and if someone found this camera later on the pictures would be crazy yeah yeah, I mean, you got a toy with like painted small pupils mm-hmm. because he's all this kind of stuff. Toys moving around, it would look like a really fancy, like what is it, stop motion kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. This whole thing is very weird. I, I like the idea of maybe an <laughs> airport employee finding it, right? And just being like, "These are crazy pictures." Yeah, what is going? Someone on? Someone set this stuff up, and like it's all stop motion animation. It looks, looks like, like they took it here. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? It looks like inside our big maze of conveyor belts yeah the the, that's bigger than our whole airport basically 
And for some reason, it's like in three dimensions, even though it wouldn't make... Oh, whatever. It's a whole thing. Yeah. You guys were talking about earlier about Japan and them going there. How much do you think a, one of those dolls is worth? Have they? Well, how much was... Do you know the price? We've discussed what the whole set must cost, because it's only valuable the whole set. And we're thinking six figures. Okay. For the whole Woody's Roundup set. Because Al, we discussed... What was the, the price of shipping all that stuff? was like $20,000. Something like that, yeah. To do overnight. Not to really Japan. overnight, but to Japan. To Japan. Express shipping. And he gets an airline ticket right away. He's acting like it's amazing. When he's talking to Mr. Kanishi, he says, let's add another zero to that. So it was probably somewhere in the upper 10,000s. And now it's somewhere in like the mid to upper 100,000s. Yeah. At, okay. at least. I looked up how much a Howdy Doody doll vintage with pull string on eBay is. It's $245. Oh. So hmm. Yeah, it's definitely way more than that. Or in else, case we like, ever want one. Yeah. In case you ever want a creepy doll. Right. <laughs> uh, or we could just get that Woody with the weird face. Right. Pete does a whole rant about how children destroy, destroy toys. toys. Which, it's weird that we never see that, right? Or I guess we see some of that in 3. Mm-hmm. But we don't, like, none of the toys get permanently injured. Right. Ever. Right. That's so weird. None of them get lost. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. We don't know that. Way. Some of them are gone. Remember, the ones that are gone out of Andy's room, are those lost? Oh, Wheezy. Wheezy was broken. Mm-hmm. I just remembered that. Yeah, but that wasn't anything that, like, Andy did. How do we know? How do you lose your well, squeaker if not by an outside intervention? I guess that's true. Right, Maybe one it of, was Buster. One of yeah. the things I wanted to talk about that's very important to me is uh, shower toys. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, I, since these movies came, I've all my, my entire life, this will also give a little bit of information on me, my entire life, I've always thought toys had sentience on some level and they just stayed yeah same so mostly these... because of this movie <laughs> well i was older when this first yeah, movie came out yeah. but when it came out i was like yeah this is exactly what happens mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is a documentary and so i've always my entire life my kids have toys in our, uh, our shower now to this day i will turn them around oh yeah well <laughs> it, it freaks me out I'm like, especially when they have faces i feel like every stand-up comic in the like probably especially around for me when uh, Toy Story three came out, who like wasn't very original with their jokes, said some derivative of like, oh, what about like, oh, what about toys for other things, or like, oh, when Andy gets <laughs> older, what about the toys looking at him? And yeah. it's like, so it's the thing that obviously I think we've, Has we've addressed a little bit. A little bit. I was yeah. always I was always okay with like sharks, any sort of shark toys they can look. Well, I don't mind. They're animals. Is that yeah. why? Yeah, mm-hmm. in my See, mind, I'm like, that's just an animal. He doesn't most care. Most of the animal toys are also sentient in this. Yeah. Well, then I've caused some horrible problems. <laughs> well, it's like, uh, it's like I think they've asked this on Star Wars Minute. Would you get naken in front of C-3PO? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes? Oh, well, Jeb. That, I have to show dominance this. over him. <laughs> so, you yes. get, oh. Have you gotten naked in front of your phone? Oh, yeah, I sure. guess. So there you go. What's the difference? Just I that guess. it looks different? Well, and... is my phone on? My phone doesn't react when I say things to it. I mean, yes, it does. You could be like, hey, Google, do a thing. Oh, I'm I... trying not to be too specific so I don't want people's phones listening to this That's to be true. like, okay, I'll do a thing. My That's phone true. doesn't ever My phone doesn't ever say, oh, my. Well, yeah. Uh, yet. And it would. Yeah, someday you'll get it upgraded to a C-3PO model or something. I can't wait but, for a fussy phone. When we're talking about like toy anatomy, no, but C three PO says things when he's not prompted. So I does guess. so does uh, I can't even say her name because she's in this room with me. Uh, Shmishmexma. Oh, that. <laughs> when I say her name, the one that she, laughs. Yeah, <sighs> she who laughs. 
<laughs> we we have a joke on our podcast. I have to cut it out every time we tape because at the end when I do our plugs, I say something that sounds like her name, and I, we can't figure out what it is. Because she's, <laughs> she starts talking and just randomly generating stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, be quiet. Like, no. And she does it every week. That's funny. That's great. And that reminds me a lot of, well, C-3PO is even worse because yeah. he would walk up to me. Well, yeah. here's the thing, is from what we see of toy culture, especially with toy, I mean, we discussed toy anatomy and how Woody probably doesn't have a ding-dong. Mm-hmm. It was a bigger thing in the first movie, especially when we're talking about him, that he has teeth and a right. tongue, even right. though he wasn't built with them. Right. So, would he have a ding-dong or lungs or any of that? Yep. <laughs> uh, toy ding-dong. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're not quite sure what exactly, like, entails his anatomy, like, if he has legs or kneecaps or any of that. Right. But we know for sure that while the toys do have romantic relationships between each other, mm-hmm. there are basically four romantic relationships we see. Mr. There's, potato Head. There's the Potato Heads and the Barbie and Kens, and those are made for each other, and they instantly get in romantic Boom, yeah. relationships. I don't know if Ken, though, has feelings that way. But that's okay. We'll, we'll discuss the queering of Ken, I guess you could say, yeah. in the third movie next uh, next season. Mm-hmm. The other set are the Buzz and Jesse and the Bo mm-hmm. Peep and Woody. And both of them take a very long time mm-hmm. to A, acknowledge uh, romantic feelings, and B, to have any sort of... Action on them. Yeah, to, to even like start you know dating or what have you. Because mm-hmm. in the first movie, it's obvious that... Bo is hitting on Woody a lot, and yet it's not until that Christmas at the end of the movie that, like, she kisses on him or whatever. And in this movie, at the end, it's obvious Buzz has feelings for Jesse, and she flirts with him a bit. But it's not until, like, ten years later or so in the next movie that anything actually happens because of it. It's not until she sees the problematic Latin lover stereotype Spanish Buzz that anything actually comes of it. So toys... Don't seem to be very sexual, right? Or probably even yeah. like romantic, yeah, like. or physical. I could say probably because you know they don't have the need for sexual reproduction because to make a toy doesn't require a toy, right? So it requires that would be my explanation for why it's not weird to be you know right. to wash your butt in front of a toy. <laughs> you see. You know, maybe we should have uh, Jonathan on when we do like uh, Party Source Rex because mm-hmm. that's all about bath toys yeah. and shower toys. You're forgetting um, about one relationship in the third one, Trixie and the dinosaur that she's talking oh, to online. Online, yeah. yeah. D- well, is okay. that a relationship though? They seem like children. They're, they're like Trixie, well, it's it's, it's also we're not who's sure doing the, the other dinosaur is a toy. He could be catfishing her. Right, that's true. Uh, we need to discuss all, internet and toys is going to be a big topic of discussion next season. Yep, because that opens up a huge kettle of fish. Yep. Uh, yeah, because they like, can view anything they want. Yeah, or are there toy specific forums? How do you keep humans from running out? It's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, are oh, toy think about toy, toy forums that are already on Reddit. Like, for people that like toys. Do other toys uh, go look at it? Oh, oh, oh that's well, a whole there, thing. You see, are I'm there an the expert. furry equivalent of toys? Like, toys who think that they're, like, humans or want mm-hmm. to be human? Is there a Pinocchio toy out there? So, Stinky Pete doesn't sneak out of the backpack once he learns the meaning of playtime. And we start to see a little bit of him sliding out of this backpack. We'll discuss more of, obviously, Amy and that whole thing mm-hmm. next minute. It's still amazing. Uh, this all happened in this minute. Yeah. That's right? wild. Like, next minute still has quite a bit, but this minute is just so packed. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the minute started with him running up a ramp. This could have taken another minute. 
<laughs> of, of rampage of, uh, you know, I mean, they were moving around on the ramps altogether. And so that was right. earlier. But still, it's like, what? That oh, Okay. I, I'm actually okay with that in this movie because I, I don't think Stinky Pete is the main antagonist. He's just the secondary antagonist to Al. Yeah. Yeah. There's one more Easter egg in this minute. The announcer lady mm-hmm. says, now boarding Lasset Air Flight a113. Yep, the A113 comes back in. With, and Lasset Air. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Lasset Air. Air. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even catch yeah. that one. I just caught the A113. Yeah. No, it's it's both. Lasset Air, Lasset yeah. Air. Yeah, I yeah. get it now. Which, hmm. uh, that's a nice little little goof mm-hmm. on a man who I hope's no longer with the company, but there's still not really any news on that. Uh, no, he still, literally vanished. Yeah, he. Well, he went on a six month vacation, sabbatical. and then it's been more than six months, hasn't it? Yeah. Has it? Wait, that was in like January, wasn't it? Or maybe no. December? It's it's been uh, no. It was um. It happened right after Thanksgiving. I remember this because oh. we were we were at Disney World, and I bought a Hawaiian shirt, and I oh, posted no. it, and someone said, "Hey, you look like John Lasseter." And then literally the next week, she goes, "Oh, I'm so sorry." <laughs> 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 so it has been six months yet. Ugh, that, well, Ugh. It, it won't quite be by the time this comes out, but still, that's a whole thing we got to look out for. Right. Oof. Well, having problematic people involved in your movie is something we're used to over at Minute Impossible. Oh, I don't oh. know. Has Tom Cruise ever done anything weird? Nope. <laughs> no, yeah, nothing I can think of. Not on the podcast. Nope, not not once. I don't know. Yeah, I can think of. He seems Tom totally Cruise. normal. Totally straight edge. Totally normal dude. Yeah, totally straight. Edge. Yeah, we, we've 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 gone into it with a few with a few uh, few of our guests, but it, you know, it's it's like the guys over at Mad Max Minute. You just gotta some of the things we try and disconnect the work they did with it's the human, the, the awful, the, the awful monster that they are. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, so, our main guy is Tom Hanks, and yeah. if anything bad, oh God. if anything like me too's about him, that's uh, that'll be a surprise to I think literally everyone. Yeah. Also, I would just. Stop watching movies. I would, yeah, 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 exactly. I would, just okay, yeah. Qu- I would just quit. Yeah, yeah. Like Tim Allen's had some bad opinions, but he's not a monster. So uh, uh-huh. hopefully, oh man, uh-huh. knocking on wood so that nothing comes. Ugh, that could be bad. I'm just hoping that you know we don't learn anything bad about it. Just I'm just hoping nothing bad was done by any of the other people in this right uh, whole thing. But I mean, literally hundreds of people made this movie and. You know, all yeah, it's it's a whole thing. We discussed it when the news came, first came out of like a movie is especially you know a CGI movie and you know all the production and everything is much more than just one person's creative vision. Right. Sure. Yeah. And that's I think what they did. I remember when the most recent Pixar movie came out, there was in fr- yeah in front of it there was remember those those people that weren't John Lasseter talking about Pixar and I go I guarantee you they just added that. They had a promotion where people were like, hey, we're this giant collaborative company. I think a mm. lot of the reason that he went on that quote-unquote vacation is because they didn't want Coco to be overshadowed. Especially since Coco is culturally very Hispanic and yeah. obviously like a big deal. A California tech company headed by a bunch of white guys that has also gotten in some recent news because Rashida Jones was like, wow, this is way too many white guys. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, that's not going to be... Yeah. That's not going to be the best. <laughs> not great. Not great. Yeah. Uh, that's the whole thing, though. Um, Hopefully we're growing. Yeah. Yeah. Since we're on, we only have you for two minutes, Jonathan, before we end up this podcast episode, would you like to share any Toy Story memories of any kind of yours? 
anything I knew I mean I know you've got kids and everything do they or you at some point have any of the toys or like do you remember seeing this in theaters or anything like that oh yeah yeah uh my minutes I mean it, it came out in 95 so I was in college uh-huh. And we went and saw it because it was just, you know, a triumph of technology. And I was in film school, so it was oh. like, whoa, this is insane. This was made by a computer. And everyone loved it. We all loved it. When I had my second, my first kid, the second one was not out yet. But I had not, I didn't know anything about the second one. This was uh, in 95. You guys have talked about this, I'm sure. In 95, Disney didn't do sequels mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. This was the first one that ever was like a real in the movie theater. They did sequels, excuse me. They did direct to video. Yeah, well, that's what this was supposed to be. Yeah, that, yeah. And you guys have talked. I'm sure made, you guys have talked yeah. about that whole. Yeah. you know the fact that it became this movie. And I remember seeing it. It was on HBO or something like that. And I was like, you know what? I should watch this. It's on HBO. I'm like, that's weird for a sequel for what, one of these Disney movies. Because at this point, I was probably you know already out of you know out of college and about you know my job. So head down, not really thinking about this. And I remember I saw it. I cried my eyes out. Because we talked about this before, the minutes I had asked for were minutes I couldn't actually be on because I was out of town those yeah. uh, that time. When Somebody Loves You song with yeah. Jesse, and it's just, it's heart-wrenching. And I remember I was watching it, and my wife looked at me and was like, what is wrong with you? Because she didn't know what I was doing. Is I'm she like, a robot? Oh, no, she no, didn't no, know she that was okay. watching. <laughs> no, she like comes in, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I am watching Toy Story 2, and it is amazing. And I don't know what to say. I said, I think it's better than the first one. <laughs> and she's like, what? It's just a sequel. I'm like, you have to come watch this. And she came and sat down and we watched the whole thing again. And she was like, oh, my God. And I was like, yeah, I love <laughs> Jesse and the song and the whole. Oh, God. And, and the third one, third one I saw with my son and my youngest was a baby and cried, cried. Oh, right. Yep. So that's, that's I've cried through most Toy of these. Story, the first Toy Story doesn't have as much of the emotional moments. There's a couple. Sure. But mostly they're like existential that you feel empathy for the toys, right? But not necessarily in thinking of yourself the same way, right? Like some That's of their a- problems are problems of like fatherhood or identity, which you know do affect a lot of people. But I think the feelings that you feel for Jesse in a five-minute sequence of her reminiscing about the past, or the feelings that you feel about oh, these characters that I love might die, mm-hmm. is a whole different, you know, big yeah, yeah. different big mood, big. as as the kids say, it is a big mood, yes. Yes. It's a yeah, I think they definitely changed tones. The first one was to kind of get everyone on board. Okay, your mm-hmm. toys are alive, and they fall down when you come in the room. Okay. Yep. Now we've got you in this, and they're, they're having interactions in between each other, and the, the problems are they're moving. That's that's traumatic. But mm-hmm. you don't see the trauma because the kids aren't – he's not traumatic about leaving any friends because they're literally moving across town. So yeah. Yeah. whereas he, the you know the third one it's like I'm leaving and I don't need toys because I'm an adult and it's like oh my god and he's also a loser so yeah, he doesn't have friends outside of his toys he um, has those people his mom invited that bring bed sheets and lunchbox <laughs> yeah but like, anyway yeah that's since you mentioned it usually I would save this for the next minute but um since you mentioned it do you have a ranking of the trilogy ranking of the trilogy this <laughs> is my Star Wars trilogy my st- my uh, Toy Story trilogy mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Three is my favorite. I would want two to be because it's it has so much more. But I think the story in three is perfect. Oh yeah, and it's and a lot they, more complex. I would yeah. say. And also the I also like the fact that by the third one they got humans right. Mm. Yeah, and and I, that uh, that uncanny valley in the first two always uh, two's good because Al's Al, not I, bad. No, yeah. Alex, but he's he a caricature of some of a body form. So he just has short short legs. 
Well, yeah. I, I forget what it was, but I was re-looking at some of the like stats on this movie from way earlier when we started. That like there were some like forty thousand or something like that textures in this film, and ten thousand of them were on humans. And considering how few humans actually show up in this, that's a lot. Right. Yeah, like a there's also of it. yeah. I, I went and looked up, and we can talk about it in the next minute too. The the color scheme of the movie. Mm. Uh, have you ever been to ScheMeColor.com? You can no. go there. They have all movies and TV oh, shows. Yeah, Scheme. it's I've super seen those fun for Star Wars. It's cool. Yeah. This, those are actually you can actually buy. This is literally just a site where you can find, like, if you're a, an artist, you can find the actual uh, hexacodes or mm-hmm. the um, web safe ones, all the different colors palettes. Yeah, so you can find RGB. Yeah, it's like the yeah. average color of the uh, of the frames. Hmm. Well, this the is actually also pulls out Pantone colors That's from like oh. the movie. And yeah, some of it, I think sense. some of it's based on what the production was. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, three is big on blue, yellow, and, and red. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's super interesting. And they had a bunch of stuff. They didn't have Toy Story 2 in here, but it's the they kind of gloss over and kind of give Toy Story its own mm-hmm. color palette. Yellow, red, nice. and blue are obviously the big ones because mm-hmm. that's in that ball. Yeah, that, yeah. And the sky. Yeah, there's a surprising amount of green, too. Green and purple are very uh, Star Command. Yeah. Kind of universe thing, yeah. too. So that's the whole thing. Uh, I guess until next time, you are all idiots because children destroy toes. Toys. And that's you'll see that. Yeah, the children do destroy toes sometimes <laughs> if they step Children on them. destroy toes. <laughs> You're coming willfully or in pieces. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. He, he threatens well, to not just cut Woody's arm. But well, so much happens. Yeah. That's the strongest stitch on Woody's body, too. Man, yeah. that's sharp. Or he's strong and he's sharp and he's, he's Al or not Al. Dang it, he's Peter. He's Peter. Peter. <laughs> Stinky <laughs> Peter. Yeah, Stinky Peter. Bad smell, Peter. All right, he's a very Bye. 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 Bye.